The following opinions and ideas are that of the host and or contributors of the Eat This podcast and are for the purposes of general information and entertainment only and do not necessarily reflect the thoughts or ideas of the distributor. All right. There you are, Nick. Okay. All right. Okay, so you don't get to see me. <gasps> That's fabulous. No, we don't get to see you, but I can hear you beautifully. That's perfect, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> a special isolation edition of Eat This with Leanne. Here's Leanne Phillipson. Today, you're in for a real fun ride in this episode. You know, and to change things up and keep it real and interesting, this week it's time for a different type of self-care or maybe some medicine. It's called laughter. Well, for the past two weeks of focusing on self-care, mindful, meditated, and even orgasmic eating, we also need to stay fresh, like those recently picked summertime strawberries that I've bought at the farmer's market over the past two weeks. Sidebar, if you're not listening to the episodes in order and I've just piqued your interest with the mention of orgasmic eating, well, don't worry, you can go back to last week's episode and catch up. They're not going anywhere. Oh my goodness, thank you so much. Okay, so back to what's coming for your ears today. I kind of like that drum roll, Chris, that you put in somewhere else. So can we have another drum roll, please? Sure. Today, that's my that, that, that's my version. Today, today I have two guests, and they're gonna share some totally useless, totally entertaining food facts on this week's episode of Eat This with Leanne. You guys know I'm always trying to look out for you with the latest nutrition tips, maybe some tricks, but sometimes I just get that you want to kick back and relax. Plus, with the quarantine life, we continue to do a lot of work from home, a lot of virtual calls and meetings, so you may need to up your Zoom trivia skills. Yeah, I got your back. You might need to break away from the anxieties of the world, or you might just want something that has absolutely nothing to do with anything. So, you're in the right place if that's you. So to help to keep your spirits up, this episode of Totally Useless Information with a spin on food, I'm featuring uh, my good friend Nick and his friend Roy of the Totally Useless Information podcast. They're going to share some wildly entertaining information with us that I'm not even fully prepared for. Okay, welcome, Nick and Roy of the Totally Useless Information Podcast, and they're going to share some, you guessed it, some totally useless information with us, and I'm kind of in the dark as much as you are, my very loyal listeners, so okay, Nick and Roy, I'm going to let you take it away. We were born in the dark. That's right. We're all born in the dark. Very yeah, true. Very true. Th- this is a great opportunity for us to share useless information because in listening to your previous podcast, Eat This with Leanne Phillipson, and you're the Leanne of Leanne Phillipson. Yes. I learned lots because you, you tell us all kinds of useful information. So we're going to turn this whole podcast literally upside down and tell you all about useless information about food. Is that okay? 
All right. Okay, great. Well, all right. we all now know what we're doing today. Thank you. <laughs> At least all right. you guys. One. So let's, uh, so let's start with number one, which is stolen food. Okay, stolen food. The most stolen food in the world is cheese. Really? Yes. In fact, around 4% of all the cheese made in the world is stolen. 4% is stolen from supermarkets and stores and so on and so forth. It's a big deal to steal cheese. It's like, you know, there's a whole ring of thieves stealing cheese. In fact, there's a black market for stolen cheese. Really? You can just imagine the guy fencing cheese. He's like, hey, buddy, you want some hot cheese? I guess that would be called a fondue. Right. <laughs> that's how fondue was born, yes. Okay, and what, is there a particular type of cheese that's stolen the most? I would like to think it would be like a nice camembert or maybe a little bit of a, a, a nice white cheddar, but I'm not really sure. I don't have that information because most of the thieves don't like to give up the type of cheese they like to steal because then they're easily caught. <laughs> But I would think the stinkier the cheese, the better, because the, the, the authorities wouldn't approach them quite easily, right? So the stinkier the cheese, the better it is. Yeah, in fact, when the, when the police come to get them, they throw, like, a good Limburger at them, and the police are like, look out, he's got Limburger! You know, it's not. It's yeah, not. imagine that on your record. You're a thief of yeah. not, you know, Louboutins or cars, <laughs> Rolexes. No, I'm a thief of cheese. Wow. So I have a question. I have a question. So with all this cheese is being stolen, do you have any stats in your preparation there, Roy, of how many boxes of crackers are stolen? I don't know exactly how many boxes of crackers, but think about it. These thieves are pretty intellectual thieves. I mean, they need refrigeration to get their product from where they're stealing it from. So they either need coolers or refrigerated trucks. And if they're big heists, they need refrigerated trucks. But, you know, let's see it. <laughs> Sure. That's a, okay. that's in depth in depth on the stolen food. All right, I love it. Okay, on to number two. 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 Patience and ketchup. Well, there are some people in our listenership, both your in your podcast, Leanne, and ours. They're of a certain age that remembers the great Heinz ketchup commercial with the great Carly Simon song. Anticipation. Please stop. And it showed a close-up of a slowly moving ketchup coming out of the Heinz ketchup bottle. Yeah. Well, guess what? I have for you the actual rate of speed that the ketchup leaves the bottle. <laughs> okay, great. Heinz ketchup leaves the bottle at 25 miles per year. Per year? Per yes. year. What? 25, yes, or .00684 miles per day. So then I sat down and I calculated, because oh really, what else would I do with my useless time, is it, it would take me 146 days, two hours, and 10 minutes to get to Roy in Florida. <laughs> this is a lot of information. Uh -huh. Hey, Leanne, could you imagine when our wives say to us, Boy, you guys are useless. How we and we say thank you. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. <yes. laughs> 
<laughs> yes, because you've achieved your your goal your goal in life. All right, yeah. with with those stats, Nick, did you ever did you happen to compare how fast does a snail go? Like, is yes, it, it, is this a snail's pace of ketchup leaving the bottle? And now we've got the squeeze bottle, so I think I think that's like light speed. On one of our shows, we had the guy that invented the squeeze bottle, and he made millions of dollars on it. But I knew a snail that had a car. And he had an S painted on the side of the car. And he said, I said, why did you have the S painted? He said, so when people see me, they say, look at that S car go. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Wow. Gee. Oh, that's Ooh. so bad. Yeah. It's a yeah. joke. Oh, it's, it's, it's so bad. Oh, boy. <laughs> but hold on. So you talk about snail. As a matter of fact, I do know because how would I not know this useless piece of information? It takes a snail three years to crawl one mile. Okay, mm -hmm. so compare that. I, I haven't held on to those stats that you gave us before, so compare that to the ketchup. All I know is that if you wanted to put ketchup on the escargot, it'll be delicious lunch. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. In fact, if they almost do get into an accident, they say, just honk, conch your horn. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Three! Oh, okay, got to move on to number three because, like, there's just too many groans going on here. <laughs> All right. Yes. Please, no more lobster. What? Yes. No more lobster, please. Lobsters and oysters were considered barely able to eat. We're talking uh. about many years ago. Mm -hmm. They were actually thrown back from nets because they were considered junk. They were inedible. In fact, there was a law on the books that said how many lobsters could be fed to a prisoner because feeding a prisoner, prisoner too many lobsters in a week was considered cruelty. The, the, the inmates would be like, please, no more lobster and oysters and all that shellfish. That is crazy. Oysters are my favorite food. I would have been standing in the back going, hey, I'll take them, I'll take them. <laughs> I love shellfish and, of course, oysters and lobsters. There's never enough lobster for me. I mean, it's always right. like, a, it's anticlimactic because I can eat like eight of them. <laughs> <laughs> All nicely dipped in butter. You go, oh, oh yes. of course. Of so let, course. Me ask, let me ask you this then. So you mentioned butter. So do they serve the inmates this lobster with drawn butter? Yeah. Uh, they do it with a pencil. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask you, how do they draw the butter? Well, with a pencil, <laughs> which they would take them away from them because it could be used as a weapon. Well, true, of course. true. Of course. Yes. Yeah. Do you have like a time? Like when, when did this happen, Roy? I don't have actual times because I really don't do that much research. No, okay. No. <laughs> it's useless information, remember. <laughs> right, no, of course, of course. Actually, I, I, think, I think this was in like the, uh, the 17 and 1800s. So it okay. was not that long ago that lobster was considered a, a bottom-dwelling fish that ate garbage and nobody wanted to eat it. So, wow. But how amazing is that? That is. That is. I like that a lot. Yeah. All right. So. Are you ready for this? Oh, I'm very ready. I'm so excited. Okay. Ready? You ready? Four. Next on to number four, Washington apples. There are more apples picked in Washington state in the United States, not Washington, D.C., Washington state yeah. than anywhere else. In a single year, if you placed all of the apples that are picked and you placed them side by side. Yeah. You could circle the earth 29 times. 
just from Washington? Washington State. Now, here's something even more impressive. Every apple in the state of Washington are hand-picked. Serious? Really? That's a lot of tired hands. Mm-hmm. Holy smokes. Are they doing that, like, all year round? No, they can't, because apples just have a well, season, right? Well, it's a core group of people. Okay. Yes. <laughs> core. Yes. Excuse me? Um, wow. I just blurted that out. He went there. Oh, he did. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Um, <laughs> oh, he does crack himself up, doesn't he? He does. He does. <laughs> he has his own laugh machine. He hits a button and he starts laughing. It's amazing. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Could you imagine all the different types of apples and the, the workers that morning are like, are we going to the gala? <laughs> gala. <laughs> Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh I guess boy. you could say that joke was delicious. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Quick. Move on. Move on. I can't. That's at 29 times around the earth, and that's only from Washington State. That's like, correct. There's, that's, yeah, my mind's blown on that one. All right. Then the last one is fruit facts that stick. Fruit that you buy in the store has stickers on it. It has the barcode, and it usually says what it is in a very small sticker. How many times have you bitten into an apple? We'll stick with apples because of Nick. But how many times have you bitten into an apple and swallowed the sticker that's on it or bit into the sticker? And you sit there and you go, oh, my God, I just swallowed the sticker. You know, like you're going to die immediately. Well, guess what? Stickers are edible. Not only is the sticker edible, but the glue is edible and the ink that it's printed with is also edible. In fact, sometimes the sticker is probably better than the fruit. I go to the store now and say, I'll have two pounds of stickers, please. (laughs) (laughs) What what I want to know is what if, you know, like everyone does this, everyone sneaks a fruit or two and starts eating it in the supermarket as you're shopping. So what Mm. if you swallow one of these fruits with the sticker on it and you go up to the cashier and you ask could have scanned your belly. Yeah, it would probably ring up. I graze. I go through the supermarket. I'm I'm literally grazing. In fact, I get thrown out of supermarkets. <laughs> you know what I do with the stickers, and I have done many times, is I is I I don't take them. I'm trying to think of what is it that has a sticker on. I when I make a smoothie, and then you know my kids are like, "Mom, you did it again!" Like, and they're spitting out bits of sticker that I've thrown into the blender and blended up. And I'm like, "Us, oh, maybe just a little bit of extra fiber." So I didn't yeah. know that it was edible at all because it totally grosses them out. And, like, I can't you, believe you did that. You saw it, so you thought that you are not a good mom, but you're a great mom because you're feeding them <laughs> something that's edible. Now, Roy, do you have any uh, nutritional value in those stickers? I was going to ask Actually, that. Thank you, Nick. Actually, again, I don't do that much research, Nick. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. It's useless information. I'm sorry. I forget. But thanks for bringing out my inadequacies. (laughs) No, what I want to know is, if there were nutritional values, there are two different stickers now, three different stickers, one for the barcode, one for the nutritional value of the fruit, and one for the nutritional value of the sticker that it's printed on. Well, you pay more for the fruit that has the organic sticker on it. Oh, yes, of course. Yeah. Of yeah. Course. Well, hey, you, hey. You, you know that all the organic stuff has the number nine in front of it. So normally mm-hmm. there's like a four code, you know, when you don't do your own self-checkout oh. thing and you have to type in the four, three, two, one or whatever it is for yeah. your gate gala apple. Well, if yeah. it's organic, it'll have a nine in front of it. So it's now five numbers. So I wonder if there's extra nutritional value in that extra number nine. Hey, Leanne, when you make smoothies, do you put apples in it? No, I don't, because they don't really blend very well. So it must be a pear. That must be it. Pears. 
pairs when I put pairs in there because that that's the that's the thing with the skin. Everything else, all the skin. One day off. we'll talk about putting apples in, and and not necessarily just the apples, but we'll talk about putting avocado seeds and mm. apple seeds into your smoothies. The apple seeds have um, they have arsenic in it, and yeah. the arsenic actually helps cure cancer. And the avocado pit. Well, I can't say that online, but now it, it might. Uh, do something for that. But uh, the avocado pit also has so many antioxidants in it. We always throw the pit out. Yeah, you need like a NASA jet engine blender to crush it up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> my, my blender my blender apparently will blend a um, will blend an iPad, so it would probably do it. It does actually sound like an aircraft carrier landing I, in my in my I, well you already well you already put Apple then in if you're blending up an iPad. It's an Apple iPad. Oh boy. <laughs> You know, what I love, but you see, Ray, what she did, and, and we are guests on her podcast, right? So we have totally useless information. But you see what she did? She yes. turned the tables on us. She provided useless information because I didn't know that the number nine is on the barcode for all organic food. So that's great. Thank you, Leanne. You're very welcome. And, yes. And the number nine was John Lennon's favorite number. So we huh. can go all over the place. No. <laughs> Oh, you guys are awesome. Thank you so much. This has given such a lift to everyone's ears. You know, it's just, we just need a little bit of this. We need some, we need a lot more joy. We need a lot more laughter. I've talked about self-care over the past couple of weeks and all the giggles that I hope everybody's going to get from listening to the pair of you and the corny, corny jokes, Troy. <laughs> Look, laughter is the best medicine. And, and we have a great time recording these podcasts. We, we as you, as you mentioned, we're, we have a new episode every Thursday, but we have so much fun yeah. uh, doing these and then I have, I edit them and I have so much fun. It's actually been therapeutic for me just to listen to them and, yeah. to, and to edit them. Isn't it funny how Leanne always brings it back to food? She said Roy's jokes are corny. Yes. I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is called Eat This with Leanne. So you got to bring it back to the food. <laughs> I, I really, I really appreciate what you say, what you say, Nick, because every time I'm in my closet, you guys are wherever you are. And, and every time I listen to it back again, once Chris has, has done his editing, I just smile all the time because that's what we need, especially right now. We really appreciate you having us on your podcast. We have a, we had a great time today. All right. Yes, enjoyed it. I'll, uh, I'm going to look out for your podcast too. And it's just when I need some, uh, need some laughter now that I know you two goofballs. Well, I already need Nick, but. Nice to meet you, Roy. <laughs> nice to meet you. <laughs> this is Eat This with Leanne. So, what did you think? What was your favorite? I love the one about about throwing away those oysters, huh? Because I love oysters. I would have been out there grabbing all those that were not fit for those prisoners. And uh, I don't know. I Yeah, I would have taken the lobster too. And those Washington State apples? I can't believe that people are out there hand picking all of them and the yield is enough to, I don't know, what did Nick say? Go three times around the world. That's crazy. So thank you so much to, to Nick and Roy and the Totally Useless Information Podcast for joining us this week. If you want to check them out, an episode of theirs drops every Thursday on all your favorite podcast platforms. You'll find them on the Nick and Roy channel on YouTube, Instagram, TV, and you can also ask your smart speaker to play Totally Useless Information Podcast. Hey, Chris, can we do that? 
with eat this with Leanne. I didn't know that you could even do that with any podcast. I don't. You know what? I'm going to try. So am I. Yeah, All right. Let's give it a shot. Let's see what happens. Okay. So I have Alexa. Maybe there's something different with the Google one. There you go, listeners. There's a, there's a little to do. Ah, hi, Alexa. Could you please play Eat This with Leanne? And let's see what let's see what she says. <laughs> well, just just you saying that if they're playing this in their home on yeah. their on their smart speaker, by you saying Alexa, it probably prompted the smart speaker, and then playing Eat This with Leanne would have enacted the smart speaker. It probably would have. You, you just did. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm in my closet, and Alexa's not. <laughs> okay. okay. I hear you. I'm actually a part of a mastermind group and there is an Alexa in the group. And whenever someone says uh, Alexa, then oh, the smart no. speaker like goes, sorry, what was that? Could you, could you imagine being that woman? Oh, she must have the most no. interesting life. You know, people screaming know. from across the street. <laughs> Alexa, play Eat This with Leanne. <laughs> That poor girl. <laughs> I know. I know. Crazy, right? I said I'm renaming one of my kids Alexa just just for fun. <laughs> you have to get like one of those halo things for your kid just to like, you know, what is it? Those uh, glow in the dark stick thingy bobs that you make into like a necklace. Yeah. Hey, Alexa, get me a sandwich. <laughs> get it yourself, dad. Absolutely. <laughs> Oh, all right. Well, after all that laughter, we'll be back to our regular programming next week of I'm not really sure what next, but I only we want it. We want to know what do you guys want to hear? Um, and maybe it's uh, you might want some more totally useless information. I don't know. But really, if you want some real information, I have to tell you about my book. Well, you already know about my book, but my book, Sprout Right Family Food, you know, it's out. You can get it on SproutRight.com, Amazon, Indigo, wherever you're, you know, wherever you want. Those recipes in there are loved by so many. But I had some amazing and really heartwarming um, an announcement yesterday. You may not have seen this, Chris, but my book is on a short list finalists of the is one of the shortlist finalists of the taste canada awards All right. now they're an, yeah they're an organization that are, awards and recognizes the best culinary writing and cookbooks all across canada well then they are a smart group of people then that's good that's Aww. awesome that, congratulations that's great i know i'm so thrilled i actually when i looked at it last night because yeah. i knew it was coming i knew it was coming um and then i i watched the video on on instagram i re posted it on Sprout Wright's uh, Instagram feed and uh, and in my stories. And I had to give my phone to my daughter just to say, can you just double check this <laughs> that I'm not like on the, you know, all the entrance, yeah. you know, web page or something yeah, like yeah. that. I was like, really? I'm, I'm there. Like my book is there. Wow. Look at because you. So humble. <laughs> oh, I just, I didn't, I didn't want to get it wrong. Right. Like get all excited and think like, oh no, you don't. You're just, <laughs> you're just <laughs> because my publisher puts forth the books, then I'm not really sure what the process was or what anything looked like, right. but there were 86 books that were submitted. And mine is on the short list of five in the category of health and special diet. So how's that for recognition? That's Holy phenomenal. Crap. What a great way to end the week. Awesome. I know. I know. It's so exciting. So on October the 25th, 
I'm a bit sad about this, this bit, but they've already called it a virtual gala because every year they have like a whole event of all of this, but now it's virtual instead of the possibility of October, it actually being in person. That's what I'm more sad about the in-person piece. Not that there's a gala and that I'm involved in it. Well, so whatever. it'll be, a, it'll be a virtual, I'll get all dressed up and get in front of my zoom computer. And- Absolutely. <laughs> I see, I see a bunch of really nice clothes in behind you there in the closet. There's a nice, po- I know. nice polka dot we, jacket back there that we you can, can try. Just, we can just choose. You yeah, we can choose something right here. With the tie-dye, <laughs> is that a tie-dye skirt and polka dot jacket? Oh, you'll be fabulous, darling. Fabulous. I know. I could wear it all at the same time and nobody would know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so yeah. So that's uh so that's coming up and I'll keep everybody I'll keep everybody posted. I have put the the video with all of the other um amazing books that I'm in in great company with. That's all on social media as well. So and Chris, I have a bit of a retraction and a connection to say. Uh Uh-oh. So in last week's episode, um, you and I, we did a, or I did a shout out to two of our loyal listeners who gave us some tremendous feedback about the podcast and I goofed. Courtney, Uh who's messaged me a few times back and forth and, you know, told me the kind of things that, that he wants to hear. And throughout, I called Courtney a she. Oh, no. That is way, yeah. to, way to go, so, Leanne. <laughs> I know. So, Courtney, I do apologize. Uh, he did message me and say, I am a male. And I said, you know what? I already knew that. Uh, I think in the moment, because I grabbed my phone and I read the message off my phone and I wasn't on my computer, I just got all, you know, anyway, no excuses. My daughter's name is Logan, which is, I call that like an ambidextrous name. So I totally understand the male femaleness of names. So, you know, I kind of just thought, oh, so sorry, Courtney. So there you go. There's my public apology for calling uh, Courtney, who's a male, a she. There we go. So I hope you had a good laugh today with Nick and Roy with their totally useless information. I sure did. Pass this episode on to anyone who needs a lift and a giggle. And of course, subscribe on iTunes, iHeartRadio and Spotify. I've actually heard lately that people are, some people are just not quite into the podcast thing. So I normally send people to leannephillipson.com for not only the show notes and links of where to go, but also because we have two buttons in there where you can just hit it and you just, it'll just take you straight to one of the platforms. It doesn't matter where you want to listen to it from, just so it makes it easy. So, you know, people like my 89-year-old dad is like, I haven't got this. Someone I met recently, you know, said, I'm not really a podcast person, so what should I do? So that's where I just suggest, just go to leannephillipson.com. You can find the episode you want to listen to, click through, and it's super, super easy. So thanks so much to you, my loyal listener, for joining me. And of course, as always, Eat this one mouthful at a time.